Blog right. Talk Radio. Yo, what's good? What's up, man? How are you? Man, I'm chilling, man. How are you doing? Doing good. Doing real good, man. Nice to nice to hear your voice and nice to be back on. What do you got? Yeah, man. We got a lot to talk about. We got, like, a lot to talk about. All right. So, like, quickly, let's just um, get over with the NBA Finals. Like, how did you feel about it overall? Like, did you think it was good? Did you think it was okay? I think that the Warriors did exactly what they were supposed to do. And I think that LeBron has – if there's anyone that could come back from that type of beating, it would be LeBron James. And I think that next year will be an even more – competitive finals, um, and I, I can't see another team uh, taking one of those two spots. But I think the finals, uh, although there were, we've probably seen more exciting ones, um, I think the, this this finals uh, was very important for several different reasons. Um, overall, I thought it was awesome. What about you? Um, I, I thought it was going to be a little bit better. I mean – yeah, like, after the first two games, I was just like, all right, let's just get this over with. Like, clearly we see who's the better team. Like, let's just get this over with. So, I, right. me personally, I'm glad it's over with. So, now we can get to the NBA offseason and the NFL offseason. But, yeah, man, oh. I, I I think the Warriors did what they were supposed to do. I think they'll win, mm-hmm. like, three more titles, if not four. Uh, but yeah, and uh, yeah, man, Durant, he was the Finals MVP, like he deserved it, and I think they're yes, going to continue what they uh, did this year. I think they're going to continue and create the new dynasty. I agree with all of that for sure. Um, yeah, Kevin Durant, I, I yeah for sure. I'll say Kevin Durant definitely proved me wrong. Um, he was the heart and soul. He was the engine, uh, and Curry. Is, is truly, truly developing into a fantastic, fantastic player, it seems like. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be very, very cool. But now, like you said, it's time for uh, the offseason and some football talk. Okay, so let's, let's get straight to it because this weekend been real busy. So the Celtics, they, they made the trade. They swapped the, the one for the three. I know. So wow. The Sixers are going to get folks. There. Okay, so how, how do you feel about the Sixers? Uh, getting folks, and who do you think the Celtics would take with the third pick? Okay. I think right after I I heard about the switch, I didn't really know who Markel Fultz was. I knew he was an amazing, amazing college player at Washington. So I went on YouTube and I watched some of his film. And I got to tell you, that guy, that guy's going to be a problem. <laughs> that guy's going to be, that guy's going to be a problem. Um, so honestly, I don't know why the Celtics did that unless they got some sort of other considerations as well, which I think they did. They maybe got another another pick or something. But and correct me if I'm wrong. But um, you know, I think on the Boston side of things, I think there's definitely a method to the madness. I mean, this is the team that has enough draft picks between now and 2020 or 2018. You know, relatively soon that just through draft picks, they can draft a whole new 15-man roster, young talent, fresh talent. So 
while Markel Fultz is, you know, going to be he's going to be something special. He'll be pretty good for sure. Um, I think the Celtics have a plan going on in the back. Now, who do I think the Celtics take? Uh, let's see. Al Horford's getting a little bit older. Uh, they need help at that power forward. Oh, man. I'd say – man, that's a good one. Either Josh Jackson, because uh, they don't need any guards, but I'm not sure. What do you, what, who do you think they'll take? All right, so like like our our discussion that we had, man, I think they're going to get Josh Jackson. I think that's his name, correct? Okay, so this is what I think. They're going to get him, and they're going to trade him and at least two first-round picks to Chicago to get Jimmy Butler. Oh, jeez. That would be crazy. That's what I think. That's that's what I think. And then they're gonna get uh either Gordon Hayward or Griffin. I, I think I think Hayward's more likely than Griffin. So in my mind I think it's gonna be Isaiah Thomas, Butler at the two, Hayward at the three, Horford is what, the five? Yes, sir. So who's the four? The four would be like Amir Johnson, I think, or Jarebko. Okay, then yeah, like a, Amir Johnson then. Yeah, I think if that's the starting five, that's a pretty solid team. You know, Gordon Hayward played for Brad Stevens in college. I know at Butler. Um, you know, Al Horford's still got a few years left. Isaiah Thomas is, you know, the people's champion. The guy's, you know, five foot nothing, and he's putting up you know thirty points a game. So it's yeah, I think that would be that would be crazy. Crazy firepower, crazy strength. Josh Jackson. I mean, let's see if he can make that happen. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, so that, that's why I think it's going to happen. That's that's my guess. I just I don't know. I just feel like the Celtics have to do something. Like you just can't keep having these picks and keep taking these guys who are not turned to superstars. So you got to get something for it. So that's that's what I think. I think you're going to get Butler. And yeah, I think they're gonna sign Hayward. That's that's what's gonna be my my guess on that. But uh, yeah, as far as the Sixers getting uh, Fultz, um, yeah, I mean, I, hopefully it works out for them. Hopefully all three of those guys can be healthy uh, for the next decade or so. And uh, yeah, let's just see where it goes from there. Because. I don't know how good they could possibly be because they're all really young, so it's not like they're going to win a bunch of games yet. But, I mean, the future could be bright if if all these guys are healthy. So that's pretty much my take on that. I agree. I agree. And I think in theory, the the difference between – or the interesting thing between these super teams and this new era of team – I guess team management – is the Warriors were able to be to get you know the best starting five on paper immediately. That being said, the Celtics and the 76ers are making a model where they're going to be you know fueled with these draft picks to build a dynasty, and that remains to be seen, of course. But I think if you you know if Ben Simmons comes back and he Everything that, you know, people said he was, if Fultz comes in and he's, you know, amazing, if, you know, Joel Embiid is 
he'll be he'll be amazing again. They have Dario Sark. They have you know Ricard Holmes. There's they've got some good pieces. So I think it'll be interesting to see how the next five years plays out for those two teams, and and maybe they you know become the top two teams of the East, and maybe in a few years we're talking about you know Celtics versus Sixers. Yeah, that's that's very possible, and it would be good for the league because they do have historic battles in the past. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. They'll make Allen Iverson, Allen Iverson proud. <laughs> yeah, man. So, okay. So then, what do you think about the launch of ball? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you could okay. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Lonzo Ball. What do you want to talk about that? Oh, oh here we go. Ruffling up my my shoulders. Oh, Lonzo Ball. Okay. There's two, in my opinion. There's two two sides to the Lonzo Ball situation, as as it seems pretty obvious. Maybe there's more. I see two obvious ones. One's Lavar, and one's Lonzo. Now, I think Lavar. This is what I've told my dad, being that it's Father's Day and all this stuff. And I get, you know, embarrassed of my parents when, you know, we're out at dinner and they're making, you know, noise and they're, you know, doing whatever. Now, when I when I watch LeVar Ball and I wonder to myself, you know, how do you, you know, you're, you you think you're better than Michael Jordan at 101? Like, that doesn't, you know, I don't know if that, that makes any sense. But every time he goes on TV, I notice that uh, Lonzo is, you know, he seems very reserved and very polite. And so I think that LeVar may not be an amazing, an amazing business mind, but I think that he raises kids to be good people. And I think that in terms of character and kind of morals and ethics, I think that LeVar being that support system is, is fine. Um, and going back to my parents, um, after I after I watched Lonzo's reaction to his dad going on ESPN and doing all that stuff, makes what my parents do a little bit less in terms of uh, <laughs> embarrassment. Now Lonzo, the basketball player himself, I think he can be. I think he's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous offensive weapon. He, I think he's as fast as John Wall. I think that if his shot can be consistent in the NBA, it could be maybe on point as Steph Curry, and I say maybe with a capital M, um, but I think he's got elite speed, and you can't teach that. And he has elite court vision, um, and I think he, he's going to pass the ball willingly and make guys like D'Lo and, and Jordan Clarkson play up to his speed and, and become a better basketball team. Man, I'm, I'm team ball, man. I got no, I don't got no problems with the father. I don't got no problems with the family. I want him to be a Laker. I feel like he's going to change the organization in terms of changing from a losing culture to a winning culture, it's not going to happen mm-hmm. overnight, but it will it will work out. So, yeah, they need to get the job done, draft ball, and uh, let him uh, develop with the other younger guys and get them up to speed so we can get this season started, man. I'm just ready for ball to come, man. I just think he's going to be a really good player. And he's going to be the point guard that we need. Like, Digo is not a point guard. Like, he can be a two. But, um, yeah, like, Digo, we need to get Digo. I mean, not, not Digo. Oh, my God. We need to get uh, Lonzo Ball. 
Yeah, no, I agree, man. I agree. I think Lonzo coming in is a – I think Lonzo at the end of his rookie season will have a better rookie season than D'Lo did. Yeah, I agree. Yo, yo, Native. What's good? Yo, we we got another caller, man. Native, man. What's good? What's up? What's happening, man? Happy to be here. Man, we uh, we talking think? about uh, Lonzo, man. We want him to be a Laker, man. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him be a Laker as well. You know, obviously, the kid has obviously phenomenal potential. Uh, the question is, will he, you know, will it translate to the pros? I think it will, but, you know, only time will tell. Um, but I think if he's going to succeed anywhere, it will be with the Lakers. So I think we should try to go ahead and, and select him with that second pick. Do you think the dad, or do you think LeVar uh, provides a distraction down the line, or do you think that it'll be okay? Um, I think it's like an initial distraction, but I think over time, you know, it will become less of one. So I think if it's almost like you have to weather the storm initially. Um, but again, it's, it's the Lakers, it's Los Angeles, you know, the, obviously the huge storied franchise that it is. So I think once that, um, you know, he gets settled in, starts playing well, I think LeVar will kind of, you know, fall back a little bit. And I think that everything will be fine from, from there forward. That's yeah, I mean, he's definitely pulled back the reins on, you know, on these workouts. He's respected Magic's wishes to, you know, he wasn't there on the first one. I know he was there on the second one. And I actually, I haven't really heard that much from LeVar in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, you, I think you're right. Yeah, definitely. What, what do you think about that, Amos? Man, I, well, I'm probably one of the very few that's like, more so pro Lavar than anti Lavar. Like, yeah, he talks a lot. He talks too much. Yes, he has made some comments that he shouldn't make. But overall, what I'm trying to defend basically is that he's a good parent. Like, he loves his son. I agree. You know, like he's raised him well. Like he he's doing what he feels is the right thing in his eyes to get him to get them get them to where they want to be, which is in the NBA. I think he's going to accomplish that. If Lonzo does what he's supposed to do, he's going to get the last laugh. So I, I don't think that he's going to be that much of a uh, of a distraction. Like, yeah, he might make some comments here and there they shouldn't make, but overall, I, I think I think everything else will take care of itself. Like, I really do. Like, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. I just want him to be a Laker, so we can already get him in the summer league, get him get him ready to go, man. Like, because he he's got some players that he needs to lead. He needs to lead this team, man, get them better. So I'm just excited about the fact that, like, I really feel that he's going to get drafted and we're going to be able to create showtime in this modern era. Yeah, that's, that's a great that's point. What's up. I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, because let's, let's face it. I mean, this is a, is a new era, especially for the Lakers. I mean, you know, the past few seasons haven't been ideal. But, you know, Kobe was the last remnant of the past, and, and obviously he's gone now. So it is time to rebuild. It's time to, you know, go in the right direction. And I think ball will be the right direction, you know, in addition to the to the young guys that we already have. I, think, I, I hope he can lead them. I don't know if he can. I mean, we'll find out, of course, if we select mm-hmm. him. And, but I think that, I mean, obviously he's, he's the right 
player to, to select. And I think that's, that's what we have to try to find out, you know. Do you think in terms of value, in terms of short-term and long-term value, is it worth drafting Lonzo Ball or is it worth trying to get Paul George? Man, I mean, if, if it's one or the other, I honestly would say get Paul George because I'm one of those guys who believes who believes in, you know, going with the proven commodity. And Paul George is proven. Like, he's, he's a superstar. Um, so I would, I would rather get Paul George, but I think the best-case scenario would obviously try to be to get both of them. But, yeah, I would go with Paul George. Interesting. Interesting. What do you think? Okay, so the question was, was exactly? Uh, in terms of in terms of short-term and long-term improvement, uh, uh-huh. who would you take, Lonzo or Paul George? Uh, okay, so this this is my overall thing right now. Okay, I'm I'm at the point where uh, my my quote is let the chips fall where they may. So. I want to draft Lonzo. I don't want to do any type of trading to get Paul George because all it reminds me of, even though obviously he's a better player, especially at this point in time, but it just reminds me of when Carmelo forced his way to go to the Knicks. They gave away all those good players that ended up going to the Nuggets, and they ended up going to the playoffs, and the Knicks, uh, you know, they well, the Knicks, you know, they haven't been title contenders for a long time, but they just got they just been terrible. They just been god awful terrible. So that's what it reminds me of. That's why I I don't want to trade nobody. Like I just like I want I want to just get Lonzo. Paul can just come next summer, and if we have to, uh, you know, do some other moving, then we can do that. Because I mean, like. D'Angelo, uh, he's not going to want to sit on the bench. I know there's people in the RGR group. I, I don't know if you're on Facebook, Pat, but, like, in the RGR group, there's some people that's against the whole Lonzo Ball uh, coming to the Lakers because they want Digo to stay as a point guard. And it's like, dude, right. like, he's not a good point guard. Like, no, like, he can be the shooting guard. But when Paul George comes, he's going to end up being the two. Ingram's going to end up being three. So Russell's not going to be happy. So we can just trade him and get some assets. We need to start moving. I really don't like even saying this because I hate the Celtics. But we need to kind of like move kind of how the Celtics are moving and finesse some moves, get some of these picks like the Celtics are getting. Like if they can get these picks and make people be this desperate, the Lakers should be able to find a way to do it. I think that's a great point. Right. If, if this is the new direction for the NBA to get these picks to to stash them, trade some, and really just pick your opportunities, I mean the Lakers should, you know, take a take a note or two. I'm with you. Yeah, I, I don't even like the Celtics like that. I mean, I respect them a lot because they're doing what the Lakers should have done when when uh, Paul Gasol was falling apart. And for the record. Uh, native man, he he was he was on the yo. We gotta get rid of Paul Gasol so yeah. we can flip it and make it like better. And they they waited too long, so he was already on that on that way. So yeah, like yeah. the Celtics did what I mean, the Lakers should have been doing. Yeah. yeah, like as soon as the whole Chris Paul thing fell through, I just felt like that's when Powell had to go. I mean, they had to find a way to get rid of him because mentally, you know, it took a toll on him. I think and. uh that's when he should have been moved. But, I mean, again, like the Celtics, they got really lucky 
like with Isaiah Thomas kind of panning mm-hmm. out. I mean, he was already a really good player before they got him, but he, he took it to the next level with that franchise. So, I mean, obviously there's a lot of luck involved. And, you know, with the Lakers, it's, it's going to be the same thing. Guys like Ingram or Randall or whoever, they just have to pan out and really become superstars. Maybe not all of them, but maybe one of them does, maybe two, you know. So, I mean, and that that's what's going to have to happen, I think. Ironically, Isaiah Thomas went to uh, University of Washington, just like uh, Markel Fultz, too. Oh, interesting. I think you're right. Yeah, you know, there's a chance that, you know, these guys pan out. And who would have guessed that Isaiah Thomas would have been, you know, the superstar all-star that we know today? If Ingram can blossom into, you know, kind of a KD, all a, you know, KD-like type player, I mean, they could put up a lot of points, man, especially with Lonzo driving it down the, you know, driving it down the woods. So, uh, another thing I wanted to say is that the Celtics. Another thing they did uh, well was they picked a great coach. Bradley Stevens was great in college, and you could tell like he had the makeup to be a great NBA coach, and he went to the perfect place. And he's maximizing all these all these guys that he has. Majority of those guys on the team like C-plus, D-minus players at best, and he's maximizing their talent. Like, And that's what the Lakers haven't been able to do because we haven't found the right coach. Now we have, because I, I do feel that Luke is, is that guy. But, yeah, it's just going to take some time, man. Like, it's just going to take some time. And Laker fans just got to be patient. And, you know, at the end of the the Warriors are running the NBA. So it's like there's no point in trying to rush this. That's why I feel like if if uh, Paul George could come next year instead and we don't have to do no trading, I'd rather take that. Like, let's just, you know, try to improve, like, our young guys. That way when he comes, like, we can really, like, gel together. Like, I'm hoping that we can get up to, like, 35 wins this season and then we get up to 45 when he comes or even higher. But I'm just trying to, like, be re- realistic, so to speak. Yeah, so, like, so obviously for you, like Mozgov, like you don't see him <laughs> having a future. He's got to go, bro. bro, bro <laughs> Mozgov's got He's got to go. Him, him and Dean <laughs> have to go. I, I, they're healthy scratches. That makes no sense. I, I, oh, all right, man. I'm, I'm a chill. I'm a chill, man. Like they got to go. <laughs> we got to find someone stupid enough to take both of them. We have to find someone stupid enough to take both. We cannot keep That's them like there. Like problem. we can't. That might be a problem. <laughs> you know who the highest-paid Laker is? Who? Right now, the highest-paid Laker on the team is Timothy or Timothy Mozgov. Oh, wow. Of course. <laughs> He's going to be sitting there on the bench while Newback is putting in work, getting rebounds and getting some points for us, and this dude is going to be sitting on the bench making money. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it, okay. it is. Absolutely. I don't get it. It must be a nice job, like <laughs> <laughs> right? Easy, easy enough. <laughs> wow, Jesus Christ! Yeah, no, I agree. I, I gotta, I, he, he didn't work. He's got to fucking go. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go. And Huertas too. He's got to go. Too. Yeah, he's got to go. I don't know, but we have a lot of cleaning up to do, and like. 
the problem is, too, because the Lakers have been so bad, like, no one wants to take on a lot of these contracts. Like, you know, like, the Houston Rockets, they took on Lou Williams because he's still putting in work. But it's like no one wants to take Nick Young, like, through trade, like maybe free agency, but not through trade. So we're, like, stuck with him. Even though I don't, like, really dislike him that much. But, like, yeah, like, we could find someone better, I think. So do you think he's still too good, like, to just wave? Like, you don't see, like, the Lakers just waving Nick Young, right? Yeah, there's no point. Like, he, he can still help our bench, but it's just like, yeah, we're just going to have to stick with him until this contract runs out. <clears throat> runs out. So that's what I think, dude. I'm under yeah. the impression that Nick Young is a good, like, clubhouse guy. I think, you know, every time I see him in interviews, I see the young guys kind of, kind of, you know, gravitating towards him a little bit. I think you're right. Because he's, you know, he, he, he's, you know, he's still be acting young. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And I think oh, if no, you have a veteran I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to skip to another topic, but you can finish. Oh, yeah, yeah, move on. Okay. So the, there was a report earlier today that after Paul's agent told the Pacers that he's going to leave them, they contacted the Pacers, contacted the Cavs to inquire to see if they could do a trade. And it said in the report that they're willing to take him even if he doesn't commit, if he doesn't make a verbal commitment that he will stay uh, after his contract is up, after this one year is up. So my whole thing is, do you think that's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen because I don't even think Paul George wants to go there. And, like, I still think he would leave if they somehow figure a way to make the trade happen. Hmm. What pieces do you think get moved to get Paul George over there? Uh, Love got to go. He would definitely have to because they need a star. So Love would be there. So he'd be stuck there with Miles Turner. I don't know how that's going to work out. And they would take on someone else. I, I don't know who else they would take. Darren oh. Williams. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't get me started, dude. Please, Please, don't get me started. <laughs> Please don't get me started on him, dude. Like, I don't even want to start on him. He doesn't even. Uh, he don't even deserve to be cussed out. Like he don't. He don't deserve to be ranted on. That dude is a legal scammer. Okay, he has robbed <laughs> several NBA franchises, and he needs to be stuck in solitary confinement, like without any bail, <laughs> no nothing. Like I don't care, dude. Like you can't, dude. He's a legal scammer, not an illegal scammer. Like you're a legal scammer. You got paid, and you're still scamming. Like that makes no sense. So I mean, is it is it fair to, to call him the Jay Cutler of the NBA? I think we've made that comparison before. That's yeah, he is. He might he might be worse. <laughs> he might be worse than Jay Cutler, and that's bad. I don't think it's worse than Jay. I, I don't think so. Is Jay Cutler going to another team? Or is where where is he now? What is Jay Cutler doing? No, he's he's broadcasting like his brother, okay, his good bad. brother Romo. Romo's the good yeah. brother, and Jay Cutler's the bad brother. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, only difference yeah. is that Darren Williams has been on, you know, more teams. But Jay Cutler, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
Yeah, but I mean, I could see the Cavaliers trying to, you know, put something together to, to try to add another, you know, just to try to keep up with Golden State, really, you know, because now it seems like big threes aren't good enough anymore. Now you need big fours. But, of course, if love goes, it would still be a big three, but it's almost like a huge three, you know, if they get Paul George. And I don't know. I guess there's a lot of Is that really enough? Go. Is that enough to win a series? Is that enough to win four times against this Warriors squad? Honestly, I don't think so, and it's just because of their shooting more than anything. I mean, and, and it's not just that. That's the main thing. But, I mean, the Warriors, they're just, like, so dynamic. Like, it's their bench, it's their size, it's their speed, it's their youth, it's everything. So, I, I don't know. I think that the Cavs probably need even more to compete with them. They've got no bench. Their bench is old. Like, yeah, I, I still think they will lose. I just think they were losing six games instead of five. Yeah. What yeah, players? Tough one. What players not on the Warriors right now would you guys put together that you know would beat that would beat them? Like what? What star players? Any player in the NBA right now not on the Warriors that you put oh, together? That's a good them? question. That's a good you question. That is a good question. And we're not even talking okay. about the, uh, about cap space. Okay, I, I would say this. If I if I could get that Pelicans team with Russell Westbrook on there and get another shooter, I think that might be close to enough to do it. I think Damn. you get Russell, Russell Westbrook, Cousins, and Anthony Davis. Yeah. And you get yeah, another shooter, you get a shooter? Yeah. It depends what experience is, but, yeah, I mean, just that, that – that trio right there is pretty deadly, I must admit. That would I mean, crazy. I down the road, maybe Minnesota, if you add, like, I don't know, add somebody to Minnesota. But I still think they're a few years away, you know. I mean, they're still very, very young. But, I mean, I feel like that's going to be the team that's, you know, going to be there maybe when the Warriors are, are kind of wrapping things up, you know. Yeah, Timberwolves, or even maybe even the Bucks. Jabari Parker comes yeah. back next year. Giannis yeah. is Giannis is an yeah. animal. Definitely. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Yeah, next, man. next season to be exciting. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, okay. So be, before we uh, end this, man, let's let's get uh, negative starts on uh, the NBA Finals. Did you watch the whole thing? Like, what did you think of the overall? Yeah, man. I mean, I didn't watch, like, every game. You know, I, I pretty much kept up with it. You know, sometimes I didn't even see the highlights for, for a couple games. But, I mean, I was I was just disappointed, man, you know. I mean, obviously you got to yeah. give credit to, to the two teams and obviously to the, to the Warriors for winning. But I just, you know, I just remember, like, a different NBA, like, growing up. Like, it was just – it's always seemed more exciting and, like, more close and even, and this just seemed like as great as LeBron is, that the Cavs just didn't really have a chance. And that, that, that kind of disappointed me. I mean, so I just hope that, you know, in, in years down the road, it could become more competitive again and more close. Huh. So it definitely seemed one-sided, you know, it, you know throughout, throughout the entire, the entire final. So I see what you're saying, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be like this for the next couple of years because the Warriors not going nowhere. They're not going no. They're gonna win next year. I really believe that. Like unless some mm-hmm. injury happens, they're gonna win next year. They're gonna win like the yeah. They'll probably be the first team to win four in a row. I think that's probably gonna happen. <laughs> I mean that that's fair to say because again they're all still very mm-hmm. young. I think they're big four. They're all of them are still in their twenties. So I mean that's a scary thought, you know. Right, yeah, and there's no and other Durant, no other team defending. Yeah, and D- Durant's gonna take a pay cut. I mean, it's not probably not gonna be the biggest, but it's gonna be good enough to where like, yo, know, you can still fit him, Curry, and you just have to convince uh, Clay like, hey, like you're the third man, but you're still really important to this team. So just resign, right. and yeah, they'd be good to go. Yeah, man, man it's going to be scary, scary to play the, uh... <laughs> Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I hope that, you know, we could find some teams that will, you know, assemble themselves to compete. <laughs> Do you see yeah, – I, I was going to say, can I squeeze one more in there, or do we have time or no? Uh, no, you can squeeze one more. I was going to say one more thing, too, but it was about football. Go ahead. You go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I just wanted to say that – uh. We do have a Dolphins fan in here, and I know you've been talking about the Jets, so y'all equally hate. You're a Dolphins fan. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, no one's. Well, first off, no one's perfect. Number one. Number hey, two. That's the extent of my. <laughs> because I'm a Jets fan, I, I recognize that there's not much for me to even talk about in regard to the Jets. So, we have a common <laughs> enemy. I think we both know who that is. <laughs> I think the Dolphins are going to have a field day next year when they play the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I hope so, but again, I I don't have much faith in my own quarterback. So, and Ammons knows this. <laughs> yeah, he he yeah uh, he he on the Tannehill ship, man. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, what it is. But. I feel like he should be doing a lot more than he is. He's got the arm. He's got all the intangibles. Yeah, I, he I does. Agree you. It's just his head. I think it's his head. Like I don't. He's just the guy that doesn't inspire faith. I don't believe in him. I did believe in him for a point in time, but those days are long gone. Um, you know, there's others that gave up on him before myself, like Sean Thomas. Sorry to call him out, but I mean, he would agree. <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm just ready to move on to the next era. You know, the next Dolphins quarterback in the future. I hope we can find him soon. Well, you can take Geno Smith if you want them. Oh, no, I'm good on that. <laughs> You're good on that. All right, for sure. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> oh, hilarious. I was going to say, do you guys think the Warriors are going to become the Death Star in a year or two? And, you know, they're going to be the kind of the bad, you know, kind of the wear the bad hat whenever we see them and we hope that they end up losing? Or do, we, or do you see them as, a, you know, kind of a team that everyone kind of – gets behind and, you know, roots for. I've got a different outlook, so I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Native want to go first. Okay. Well, mine is, I to be quite honest, man, I'm, I've already kind of seen them as, like, a team that I've rooted against. And it's just been this year since KD came. And it's, it's like I don't even dislike KD. I just dislike the Warriors with KD. So that, that's already happened for me. Um so I mean, I just don't see them becoming like the like the '90s Bulls, like the beloved, 
you know, America's team. Like, I just don't see that with them. It just it just feels different. I don't know. Huh. Nice. What about you, Hammond? Okay, so this is my outlook. I think they were, like, the media was trying to paint them as the bad guys, but it's not even possible because Curry's a nice guy, Durant's a nice guy, Clay doesn't care, and Dre's only—he's the only one. Draymond's the only one that, is, besides Sasa, Pachulia, I can't stand him. Yeah, but anyways, I, yeah, like, like, and there's those, <laughs> yeah, there's there's the only two. Like other than that, like the main three guys are actually likable. So it's like I just think I think that they're just gonna get more bad Wagner fans, just like any other great uh, franchise has. I just think they're gonna be the quote unquote new dynasty most likely, and they'll get more people to love them than hate them. Like, yeah, you're going to always have people who hate Durant for joining a team that he lost to, and then on top of that, they were already a championship team prior to that. So, but right. I think it's just going to be more love than hate. Like, it's just not the same. It's not the same as the LeBron thing. Like, it's just not the same. Like, Durant, his personality is so much of a nice guy. Like, I just think it's going to be too hard feel like- for a majority of people to be oh, – continue. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so you, you feel like he's still, like, the nice guy that he was a few years ago? Because it seems like he's changed a little bit. And I don't know if that was just moving teams, but it seems like he's, like, not as nice as he used to be. Maybe I'm tripping. Well, I think that's – I'm not trying to necessarily defend him, but I'm just saying I think he's trying to defend himself because he knew, like, all the backlash that was coming with it. So – like, I feel this way. Like, you got to put yourself in his shoes. Like, how would you react knowing that people on social media is, like, going in on you every single day about the choice that you made when you feel it was the best choice because all you want to do is win a championship, which he did win, and he was the finals MVP. Like, he really won that series for them. Like, they didn't need him during the season, but they did need him in the finals. So it, it, it counts somewhere. So I think that's I think that's the way that I'm looking at it. Like it is what it is. Um, you know, honestly, I didn't criticize him because I didn't criticize LeBron when he chose to do better for himself. So it's just like right. it does suck because he did go to a team that he lost to, but it's it's over with. He's a Finals MVP. He won the championship, and now it's more about his legacy. Like, can you become the second best? small forward of all time now. Like, that's pretty much where it's at because you still got to uh, get in front of the great Larry Bird. Definitely. But speaking of, like, some of the great players, I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard his comments recently, how he thinks Kyrie was better than AI. I mean, what do you not think true. about that? I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge AI guy, so that's why I bring this not, up. Not I think true. It's crazy. Not even close. It's not true at all. Bro. Like, AI is just so much better than, than Kyrie is. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. AI is the truth. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. You guys are yeah, AI's scoring champion. Uh yeah, he's he's the man. I love AI. Real he won an MVP with Eric Snow. Eric Snow, that's right. He did have Eric Snow as his point guard. That's right. <laughs> he brought that team to the finals and they won a game against Kobe and Shaq in their prime. Like I mean that's, that's right. Crazy. Yeah, I think Durant might have just made those comments to just 
I mean, to give credit to his, you know, to his competition, but also maybe to make it seem like, you know, it was more competitive than it really was. That's just what I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, if Kyrie's better than AI, and then they have LeBron also, then maybe this was closer than people think. But again, that's just speculation. Do you guys think the Warriors still win if they don't have Durant? Ooh. No, no, no. No, I, yeah, I don't. No. LeBron abused him. Yeah. I think the Cavs were Barnes back in there, and the way he was playing last year, yeah, they would, I don't think they would have won. I agree. I agree. Even with Draymond in, I think the Cavs just get – yeah, I, I agree. I think the Cavs win for yeah. sure. Absolutely. Maybe in five, maybe in six, you know. Yeah, I could see it. I could definitely see it happening in six. How much time do we have left, Hammond? Uh, we're we're way over, so I'm a I'm a have some editing to do, man. So yeah, we we can end this <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, man. But yeah, uh, shout out to Native man for coming by, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for stopping by, dude. Thank you, man. It was it was awesome to be here. You know, more in the future for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. For sure. All right, y'all, man. Y'all enjoy your night, man. Or <laughs> more <right>. later. <laughs> All right, later. Next time. All right, peace.